Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. This should be played at high volume. Vickers blocking his teammate. White flag this time. One to go. He's got to block two teammates to win it though. One and He's wide. Way up high and takes the white flag. Welcome to another edition of the Pit Stop on WTOB, powered by TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. Wasmans, Randy Pettit this week under the weather. Uh, we hope he'll be back with us next weekend as his golden pipes recover. Uh, Billy Gregg, our guest this week. Uh, Billy, family affair for you, uh, as it always is at Bowman Gray, but uh, your son finishing second in this week's street stock race. Uh, first of all, let, let's talk about that and, and how racing is a family affair for you all. <laughs> well, you know, I've been picking on Nate and telling him that he has a horseshoe. Uh, kid's been lucky. He started on the front row every race. Uh, he's got a really fast car. Uh, he's a really good driver. And uh, I, everything's just went his way so far. As you said, he's he's drawn well, he's started well, he's run up front and continued to run up front, um, which is something that in every series so far we haven't seen a ton of, which is uh, folks that'll start up front either tend not to stay there, tend to fall back middle, fall back to the back, depending on which line they choose because of this new track surface. And, you know, we're going to keep talking about it until we're blue in the face, but, it you know, the fact that there really isn't an outside line right now, especially with the two rainouts kind of putting everybody behind the eight ball again, it makes it increasingly difficult for those that start in the back to move to the front or those that start in the middle to move to the front or not move back. When there's it's a one groove racetrack like it is, especially in your series, as we've seen, the, 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 the guys and gals that like to run the bottom, those are the ones that are succeeding right now. Right. I mean, right now, I mean, you have to be so much faster than the other car to get by on the outside. I mean, even the slow cars that are trying to pull over and give you the spot, it's hard to get by on the outside. Um, it's, it's a pretty rough deal. Uh, if you want to pass cars and you want to get to the front, you're going to have to use the bumper and you're going to have to you're gonna to have to be a little aggressive. Yeah, and and I think to a certain extent we've seen uh, a few folks try and do that um, in the early going here of the season, um, but we've seen it. We haven't really seen it backfire all that much. But especially in your in your division in in your style of racing here at Bowman Gray, um, using the bumper happens a lot more than it does in in other series, but. 
you know, from from your perspective, being out there, have you found yourself having to be more aggressive than you have in the past, especially early on in some of these races? Uh, I mean, honestly, my car hadn't been, hadn't really been that great. Um, it's hard for me to be aggressive. It's hard for me to go down there and move a guy all the way that is faster than me. And now he's behind me. So, um, I mean, I've always been fairly aggressive. I don't feel like I'm any more aggressive now. Uh, we've, we've had some success. We are one, two, three in the points now. Um, Nathan's leading. I'm second. Ron Sykes is third. And, uh, uh, I mean, a lot of it is just consistency. Yeah, you and your, your son, Nate, you're 1-2 in the point standings right now. Nate's sitting at 258, yourself at 232. But, you know, you said your car hasn't been at the best, but still you're, you're 26 points out of the lead. I mean, that, that's sitting pretty, and that, that might scare everybody behind you, Brian Sykes, Taylor Robbins, Zach Staley in the top five in that law office. This is John Barrow, street stock point standings. That might scare a lot of the people behind you, knowing that the guy in second still doesn't think his car's been exactly the best so far. Well, we've been through eight motors this year so far. Uh, they keep picking on me because we've run, I don't know, four or five races, and I've went through at least that many bumper covers. Uh, <laughs> they give me a pretty hard time around the shop. Um, it seems like every week we have to come home and change a motor, and we just found out this weekend that some of that is really not motor, and we've come across some other issues, so... I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be good. I mean, we won the, we won the fifty lapper. We probably had a fifth to seventh place car at best. Um, just put ourselves in the right place, and and it all worked out. You always want to be in the right place at the right time, especially in, in, in the short sprints that we see in your series. Uh, and, and you talked about some of the carnage that, that a lot of folks have gone through, whether it's engines, whether it's bumper covers, it's other parts. Um, you talk about the day-to-day -day in the shop. Um, couple that with how different this track is running this year with the repave. Have you had to make any adjustments to your handling that maybe you wouldn't have made in past seasons? Well, we're not really doing a whole lot different um, as far as setups and, and things like that. Um, the track is pretty different. We're basically just having to adjust our style and our line to accommodate what the track is doing. I like it. I think it gives it a little character. Um, it's been good for us. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, so I, we don't really mind what's going on with the racetrack. I do, I do feel like the racetrack's starting to come up a little bit, um, but we'll see what happens with it. And as more rubber gets laid down week after week after week, it'll, it'll kind of start to break in like a new pair of shoes for... <laughs> in layman's terms but uh billy for those that uh that might not know you or might just have heard your name in passing tell us about your history at the racetrack and uh again how long you and your son have been racing there and 
uh, just your history and your career so far at the Madhouse? Well, I I ran my first race um, when I was 16 years old, and uh, I've been there my whole life. My my uncle and my dad raced there. Uh, my uncle won several championships and lots of races. Uh, my dad had a little success. He was more on the car owner side, uh, owned all of my uncle's cars for years. And, uh, I, you know, Nate, Nate's wanted to do this his whole life. Uh, when he was a little kid, he took apart and put back together every toy he ever owned. Um, we always knew this is what he was going to do. So when he was little, his mom and I started preparing for it. And uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, but we put him on a racing go-kart. We built a track beside the house and put him on a cart three to four hours a day when he was uh, three years old. And uh, he's, he's been doing it ever since. I mean, it's all he knows. It's all he cares about. Um, he, he just, he's eat up with it. And, uh, it's, it's something we do together. We spend a lot of hours together in the shop. Uh, my wife, my son, uh, you know, my nephews, my best friend, his kid. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. We, we do it. We do it as a family. Uh, we have a lot of cars. All of them are competitive, and uh, we we do it together. And I think that's an important thing, especially as we as we come up on Father's Day. It's got to mean a lot to you, especially when when you knew and and Nate obviously knew this was what he wanted to do. When you've seen how far he's come in such you know such such a short time to where he is now, he's leading the point standings right now. Of course, that's not uncommon or unexpected by any means, but as a father, especially as we approach Father's Day here the next couple of weeks, talk about how much that means to you. And I I, I, know, I have a feeling you kind of saw that potential very early on. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's always impressed me as a driver. Uh, he impresses me even more in the shop. He does a lot of the setup work. He is, uh, he is the guy that we ask when we need an adjustment at the racetrack. We go to Nate. Um, he, he works real hard. This is, this is his whole life. Uh, he could care less about points. I keep trying to stress to him what an opportunity it is uh, uh, with this whole new the flow racing deal. You know, um, he's he's made himself look good, uh, and and we're we're so proud of him. He just you know he 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 works on the car, he drives the car, he works on our cars. You know he he. He puts his time in for sure. And, and guys that put the time in in the shop and 
you know, in, in the day to day, those are the guys that that tend to succeed a lot more. Um, for 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 you uh, going forward here again, you're you're sitting 26 points back. Uh, have you found yourself racing more for points, especially as um, a lot of the field's been shifted and there's been a lot of parity throughout the first uh, four or five weeks of the year? Have you found yourself racing more for points than than maybe positions or wins so far? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm just, most weeks so far just been lucky to finish. I mean, one week they put my gear in upside down and just to try to explain to you what that means. Normally we would run a 680 gear. Um, when they put it in upside down, I think it becomes a 347. Um, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> we started the race when we <laughs> we run it in low gear. Uh, we managed to come home third that night. And, uh, I mean, honestly, we've struggled. We've we've blown a motor in the first race. Um, we had that gear in upside down that night. Uh, this past week, we got turned around. Um, not fault of any other driver, but... Uh, you know, I felt like I gave him enough room. He felt like he was holding his line. We got together. It is what it is. But uh, it's a racing deal. I I feel like <laughs> right, and I, you know, that's going to happen. I mean, we're racing around a football field. Exactly. Um, you know, and and everybody's got to realize that. Everybody's got to realize we're racing around a football field. Um, we're going to get together. Um, you know, I. And, you know, David Creed. David Creed is my, it used to be John McNeil, but David Creed is my favorite person to race with because that guy, he'll bang doors with you. He'll, you know, he wants to bang doors. He wants to get turned sideways. He wants to, he wants to race for it. And uh, when it's over, he wants to get out of the car. He wants to shake your hand. He wants to have a beer. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's uh, the kind of guy that, he wants to be competitive. He wants you and and himself to work for it because to him, it's boring to just kind of run and, and, and sit in one spot and not try and be competitive. But he'll slam doors with you for 25 laps, and afterwards he'll offer to buy you a beer. Those are the most fun guys in the track. Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> Brian Sykes, Brian Sykes Jr., those guys – they like to race. Um, uh, you know, Nate, he's out there doing everything he can. Christian Joyce. Um, there's a there's a lot of young talent in that street stock division that I think uh, people need to keep their eyes on. <clears throat> it's not just Nate. It's Brian Sykes Jr. It's Chase Lewis. You know, uh, Kale Martin. These guys are, I mean, they're young, but they're uh, they're pretty impressive. Yeah, and two of the guys you just named, Bryant Robertson and then Brian Sykes Jr., eighth and ninth, respectively, in points. Brian Wall and Nick Wall are on the come up. Uh, and then you've got uh, Chase Lewis back there in 15th as well. But David Creed, a guy you mentioned, he sits sixth right now. This is a pretty tightly stacked together point standings right now. And as tight as the driving is on the track, it's even tighter in the point standings right now. Uh, and as we go into this week, 
you know, race number six, this this can kind of be a pivotal point in a lot of series. And I feel like as tight as this law office as a John Brown, John Barrow street stock series is right now, this could be a pivotal week and a turning point for a lot of guys. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that's struggling. I mean, Bryant Robertson, he's been up there in the points. He's had some bad luck. <clears throat> You know, Brian Sykes, he's torn his car up pretty good. He's up there in the points. Uh, you know, David Creed, Christian Joyce, both fell out of the 50-lapper. That was a double points night. That hurt them. Um, there's still a lot of racing to be done. Um, those double point nights can get you. <laughs> yeah, as, as you well know, those double point nights, can they, they might can, can make or break you depending on where things go. But, uh what are your expectations going into to, to this week's slate? Uh, I mean, you know, every week it seems like David Creed and Nate have the fastest cars. Um, if one of those cars get out front, they're going to be hard to beat. Um, hopefully I can get my stuff together and, and get up there and give them a challenge. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of good cars out there. Um, uh, I feel like there's, you know, uh, seven or eight cars every week that can win the race. Uh, it's all pretty much what comes out of that bag. Uh, so we'll just have to see where everybody draws. And, uh, of course, Nate will be on the front row. And the rest of us got to see where we start. And we'll see if anybody can find a way if to, to make that high line work. All right, Billy, thanks so much for coming on this week. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we'll recap things from last week, get you a look at the point standings from each and every series, and look ahead to what's coming up this week at the Madhouse. You're listening to The Pit Stop on WTOB, powered by Tobacco Road Sports Radio. We're back here on the Pit Stop on WTOB, powered by TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. Brett Wiseman alongside you. Randy Pettit will be back with us next week as he's a bit under the weather this weekend, in case you didn't see his flashy flamboyant suit game out at the Madhouse this past Saturday night. Let's take you through the results from this past Saturday night. Uh, We told you the results uh, from that Street Stocks series race we talked to uh, Billy Gregg about uh, that 20 lapper Christian Joyce his son Nate Gregg finishing second Brian Sykes and Brian Sykes Jr. three and four and Clemens is Austin Jones finishing in fifth and we read you off the point standings in that one as well the big one though was the 100 lap modified the Kevin Powell Motorsports 100 lap modifier paid out a whole 1650 bucks to Jonathan Brown for taking home the victory Tim Brown with his best run of the season a familiar face who had struggled to find his way up into the top five a lot of the season. He takes home second, Chris Fleming third. Jason Myers, his first top five of the season. He finishes fourth. Danny Bone fifth. Brandon Ward in sixth. John Holloman seventh. Luke Fleming eighth. Randy Butner ninth. Lee Jeffries tenth. And Junior Snow of King in eleventh. Jeremy Gerster in twelfth. Dan Speeney 
out of Newton, Pennsylvania in 13th. Burt Myers, 14th. Daniel Beeson, 15th. Zach Brewer, 16th. Austin Pack, 17th. Bussy Beavers, 18th. Greg Butcher, 19th. Eddie Collins, 20th. Mike Adams, 21st. John Smith, 22nd. Susan Harwell, 23rd. And Corey Levette in 24th place. Afterwards, Jonathan Brown had a few things to say to the BGSPR department. 100 Lapper is always one of his favorites, he said. He likes that wooden trophy. It was his 22nd modified feature win in 2022 in card number 22. So, deuce is wild for Jonathan Brown, and that's just aesthetically pleasing among um, uh, on top of everything else. They drew second for tires, redrew second after qualifying second, and they hung on to win. It's first time that Jonathan Brown's kids have been able to be there, and they got to go to victory lane with him, so a special moment for him again as we come up uh, on Father's Day. Sportsman race, 220 lappers. Uh, let's get through the results. Top five in the first race, Chase Robertson, Tommy Neal, Justin Taylor, Spencer Martin, and Michael Adams. Second race, also 20 laps, and things flipped quite a bit. Wesley Thompson of Advance took home the victory. Sterling Plemons second, Michael Adams third, Chase Robertson fourth, and Zach Orr fifth. We told you the street stock results. Stadium stock had two 15 lappers. A.J. Sanders, the winner in the first. Chuck Wall, Brandon Brindle, Andrew Cates, and Luke Smith rounding out the top five in the first race there. Second 15 lapper, Blaine Curry, Brandon Crotch, Justin Owens, Levi Holt, and Steven Sanders rounding out the top five in that one. Let's take a look at what's coming up this week as we'll read you the point standing sitting into stadium stop, stadium stock with a 50 lapper, two twin 25 lap modifieds as well as two twin win 25-lap sportsman races. We'll see Billy and Nate Gregg back at it in the 20-lap street stalker. Oh, and there's a chain race. That's always fun. That usually gets people out, if for nothing else. Uh, let's take a look at the point standings here as we go into uh, what should should be <coughs> excuse me, another wild night at the Madhouse. We read you off the point standings in street stock. Let's go to the Brad's Golf Cars Modified Series. Brandon Ward in the 04, leading the way with 268. Just six points ahead of Jason Myers, who sits at 262 in second. Four points ahead of Chris Fleming, who's in third at 258. Then the gap from third to fourth is a whole 14 points, as it is from fourth to fifth. Tim Brown in fourth, John Holloman in fifth. Zach Brewer in sixth, Jonathan Brown seventh in points. Lee Jeffries eighth, Jeremy Gerstner ninth, Randy Butner tenth, Burt Myers 11, and Junior Snow 12th. We got Danny Bowen all the way back down in 15th in points. Looking to improve on that. And a familiar face, Dean Ward as well, all the way back down in 18th, uh, looking for better fortune for from him. Let's go to the McDowell Heating and Air Sportsman Series. Tommy Neal, just a four-point edge on Justin Taylor right now, one and two in the points. And then the distance from Justin Taylor back to Amber Lynn, who was able to win the feature a couple of weekends ago. Uh, 16 points as Amber Lynn third, just one point ahead of Zach Clifton, four points ahead of Chase Robertson for third, so it's tight. Uh, on behind Amber Lynn, as there is not a whole lot of room between 3, 4, and 5 in the point standings there. Michael Adams, 6th. Riley Neal, 7th. Zach Orr, 8th. Wesley Thompson, ninth, And Kyle Southern, 
Tenth, Sterling Plemons, Kirk Sheets, Connor Branch, Brandon Mills, and Mitch Gales rounding out the top 15 in points there. Spencer Martin and Ronnie Clifton, 19th and 21st, respectively. Uh, two familiar faces that looking to get their way back up to the front here very, very soon. In the Q104.1 Stadium Stock Division, it's a 12-point lead for A.J. Sanders over Brandon Brendel. In the point standings there, and a 10-point lead for Brendel over Tyler McDonald, who sits in third, tied with Chuck Wall, but McDonald has the tiebreaker, so Wall sits fourth. Brandon Crotz, fifth. Blaine Curry, sixth. Justin Owen, seventh. Tyler Bush, eighth. Wyatt Sapp, ninth. Luke Smith, tenth. And then the rest of the top 15, Levi Holt, Andrew Kate. Andrew Cates, Cody Gum, Matt Goodwin, and Robert Mabe rounding out the top 15 there. Again, we've got two twin 25 lappers in stadium stock and modified. We've got the street stocker coming up as well. And everyone's favorite, the chain race. Hopefully Randy Pettit will be back out there in his familiar, flashy, flamboyant apparel as we know him so well. Hopefully he'll get over uh, whatever crud has gotten him and he'll be back at the racetrack on Saturday night. We look forward to seeing all of you out there at the Madhouse. We thank you all for listening to another edition here on the Pit Stop on WTOB, powered by Tobacco Road Sports Radio.